Oh, hey. Hey, hey, you. Yes, you. Welcome back to Sitting with the Seer podcast. (laughs) I am your host, E. Williams, and you are listening to Sitting with the Seer podcast. Hey, guys. I want to say hello to any new listeners that are popping in. And I want to say howdy to all the family that are still rocking with us. (laughs) It is so exciting to be back here to speak with you all. I thank you so much for sharing your time and lending an ear to tune in today and um, just to hang with us. (laughs) Oh, man, we are on episode three, everybody. Oh, man. (laughs) We are on episode three. Oh, my gosh. It seems like every time I press play or press record, press record, I should say. Every time I press record, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Are we really on episode three? Wow. Okay. (laughs) So I just want to say again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allow me into your space. I do not take it for granted, not one ounce or one bit. I am so grateful for you to even press play. And I hope that these episodes have been some way enriching to your life. And if they have been, tell a friend, share them with whoever you may feel that, um, you're led to share it with or just tell them, hey, stop on by, listen in and, you know, see what they think <laughs> about this podcast. I know that I have been getting um, getting new revelation and I've been learning um, and receiving new things, even as I press record and I'm taking internal notes and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like this this is such a blessing to me um, to be here. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody for coming back. And thank you for new listeners for coming in. (sighs) Okay. Now that we have welcomed everybody, (laughs) I want to thank God for this opportunity again to be here. I'm such a firm believer that nothing happens just to happen. I believe that if you are here, as I have said in other other episodes, if you are here and you are hearing the sound of my voice, there's no mistake that you are here by mistake. So thank you for pressing pressing play. (laughs) So I have been, um, I've been feeling and um, experiencing or just what's been coming to me this week, I would say, or what I've been feeling lately is going to be the topic of this episode. And it's based on unforgiveness. (laughs) Oh, man. 
and forgiveness. Mm, mm, mm. I have much to say, but we'll see what's going to come forward. So I'm just going to be a willing vessel and whatever God wants to do, he will do. He is in charge of this podcast. <laughs> um, I... I was medit I was praying and I was just talking to God um the other day and memories were coming up and experiences and things that I have gone through in my life and um I was really seeing different moments in my life where unforgiveness was in my heart or you know in my mind in my spirit and I was reflecting on who I was in those moments versus who I am today and I recall many moments of um, having unforgiveness in my mind and my heart depending on what the situation was, the individual, just, it wasn't good. Um, I recall um, one instance or one particular area that I had unforgiveness, or I would say, let me just back up a little bit. (laughs) I learned with unforgiveness it's more like a um it's almost like having a dream blocked up or clogged for instance in somewhere in your house could be your your bathroom your kitchen just a clog where there's not a um steady flow and there's not a openness to receive or um, even move, move, move through or um, to receive and give out or to receive at all. And I can say for me, I went through seasons of life where I had unforgiveness in my heart in my mind or in my spirit, just unforgiveness inside myself because of situations that may have occurred where I felt wronged, um, betrayed, I was hurt, um, in many different ways, abused. And I felt by me holding on to those experiences, remembering what those experiences were and holding on to what happened to me that I had the power in that situation or I, um, yeah, that I had the power in those situations I found that for me, um, early in my my walk with God and trying to learn who it was, who am I to him and trying to learn um, 
how does this all work? <laughs> these visions, these dreams, these trances, um, these messages, are they for me? Are they for someone else? What do these symbols mean? All those different things that a lot of times I walked into situations where I had the signs clearly in front of me, but I ignore them, walk past them, walk through them and into situations where I end up being hurt, um, disappointed, um, abused in different ways. And my way of processing those situations were I wanted to remember those moments that I went through and to remember what it felt like to go through those things as a reminder to myself to never allow myself to fall into those situations or those circumstances again. Um, So I felt like by remembering those things, or remembering those um, moments in life and holding close to it, holding close to those things that I had the power, I had control to make sure I never was blindsided again. But truly, I wasn't blindsided. I just ignored the signs and ignored the clear indications to either stop, no, go, turn around, or to avoid the pain or avoid the situation altogether. But I also believe that in those moments where I have ignored the signs and ignored um, what I saw spiritually or even naturally, um, I believe that all situations, no matter how good or bad they are, they all serve us in some way. I believe that. I believe that to the core of who I am, that some of the most horrible things I have went through naturally as a human, but even some of the hardest things I have gone through spiritually as the person that God has called me to be all has served a purpose in my development and my journey and my calling in this earth and in this this realm. So I learned early on in my journey that when I held on to um, whatever I was going through, I basically caused a blockage inside where I felt like I was scraped up, hurt inside to the point that I didn't want um, to let people get close to me. And I didn't trust what I didn't trust easily anymore. And 
for me as a um, as a seer that God has called me to be, I learned in my journey that it's hard for me to be open to be used as a vessel for God to use in this earth if my heart is not in the right place with him and if um, there's blockage if there is any anything within me that would get in the way of me being aligned with God and being able to talk with God and be able to receive what it is that he wants to show me or to receive the message that he wants to tell me. I, I as I'm and forgive me if I'm stopping and going because I'm making, trying to make sure that I articulate what it is that I need to say. (laughs) Um, I know for me, as a seer that God has called me to be, I cannot be used if I am um, backed up or if I'm harboring on unforgiveness in any area of my life. And God has dealt with me in that in in those situations in a lot of different ways where I was um, walking around for a very, very long time, not understanding why some of the things that I was going through and why um, I experienced a lot of things that happened to me. But once I got to a place where God was able to really get to me because I wasn't so busy or trying to make myself so busy that I wouldn't sit still or that I was purposely ignoring the things that he was trying to get my attention with because I wanted to live a normal life. (laughs) I wanted to be able to just live a normal life, just be able to experience things um, no matter what it is without receiving a message or seeing things in the spiritual realm about whatever the situation may be or receiving a message or a sign or a symbol. Like I felt like I was living a not only a double life in the sense, but like a, a like I was three different, like almost like I was living a double life in the sense. I'm trying to live in the natural realm, like everybody else that I'm seeing <laughs> around me, and trying to be present in those moments. It could be a wedding, it could be a birthday, a funeral. Where what it doesn't matter what the occasion is, but then. <laughs> No matter where I am or what I'm doing, I'm always receiving something. So that's why it's important for me to I'm constantly doing an inward examination of 
my mind, my heart, my intentions. How's my spirit today? Um, have I talked to God? Um, do I feel balanced overall? Am I physically tired or am I rested? For for me, it's it's a constant checking because if I'm off balance, I'm out of alignment with God. Where and what I mean by that is that if I'm off balance or if I'm out of alignment, if I don't receive the natural, if I don't allow myself to have the natural things that I need as a human being, rest, sleep, um, (laughs) stress to be manageable or um, joy, laughter. If I don't take care of my natural needs, it's going to be very hard for me um, to be open and to receive what it is that God is trying to speak to me or wants me to receive from him. I know that was kind of go off the off the path, but I know it's going to come back together. <laughs> but what I what I'm back to unforgiveness. Um I found that having unforgiveness in my heart um has blocked me from seeing spiritually as a seer because it's hard to see past your hurt at times and if you don't deal with things in your heart or things in your mind how can you see what it is that God wants to share with you beyond this natural realm. So I learned that I went through a season or a time where I wasn't seeing anything spiritually. <laughs> and I felt that I either lost this gift or ability um, or I at one point in time thought Maybe it was something that came and it's it's did it, it it did its purpose in this job at that time and it's lifted. But I found over time and working through things with God that that wasn't it. I just had a blockage on my heart, and God had to walk me through and deal with those things one by one and. There were situations where I literally had a weight um, on my heart for people that hurt me, that said some cruel words, and words do have power, words create, and I know the whole sticks and stones may hurt me. Well, you know, I don't know how it goes. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me is a lie. (laughs) It's a lie Um, because words have power and words can hurt. 
Words can create, words can destroy, words can build up and words can break down. In the Bible, God speaks in his holy word in the Bible about, he shows the power of words. And because we're all spiritual beings, when you speak, you do create with your words. The only way that I can explain it, um, how I see it spiritually, is that if you ever was near a body of water or at a lake or anywhere, a body of water, and if you take a stone and you just, like, you know, skip the stone on the water, that's how it is in the spiritual realm with your words. When you speak something out, you're sending something out. It's almost like you're skipping your words out into the spiritual realm and it's just going but it doesn't just go and disappear what you speak out something is going to come back so we have to be careful of the things that we do say either over ourselves about who we are about our lives or what we may say to other people to other people Um, over situations you have to be careful with your words um, because with your words and with your intention behind the words you can be creating something beyond what you can't naturally can't naturally see in the spiritual realm and then you may ask the questions to yourself of why you may be experiencing certain things or um why situations are manifested in the way that they are. I know a lot of people, um, I, I should say I have heard a lot around the word of manifestation. Um, me personally, I don't use those words of manifestation, nothing against anyone that does not, that does use that word. But um, I just know for myself, I have seen and know that words create spiritually. Um, So just let us be mindful what it is that we may say about ourselves and what we may say about others or about situation and things. Because you could be creating something or destroying something. Um... But back to (laughs) back to what I was uh, where I was going. I remember that there were some people that were in my life um, at some point in time where they have spoken some words to me or over my life that did not bring life, did not bring light or any type of joy, there was no blessing from them to me with their words. Um, Their words were very um, dark, Um, was fueled with anything other than good intentions towards me. And being a young person at one, being a young person and not understanding what it was 
that I was experiencing in those moments, um, I heard the natural words, but I didn't realize that they were creating something over my life and affected me spiritually. And some of these people have literally died. (laughs) They literally died and they died. Their life ended here naturally, but I was walking around with the wounds, the bullet wounds of their words in my soul, in my, in my spirit, and didn't realize that I was walking around for so long, bleeding, you know, spiritually. And it was a moment in time where God literally was working with me and working through some things with me. And he helped me to see in different situations where I had these words um, that created this world in my mind and affected my spiritual, like my spirit and also was blocking me spiritually um, far as seeing what it is that God wanted to show me and believing the lies and all those different things. So working with God, um, he helped me to see the truth in words, in words in the sense they appeared or one by one, they were cracked open as if you were to crack an egg open <laughs> and, you know, crack an egg open and an egg open and literally see what was inside, what was the intention of those words. And a lot of those words just were not life giving at all. So God showed me and taught me how to tear those things down over my life. Um, And it was as simply as either rejecting, rejecting what was said to me. Um, I'll say it this way, example. Someone said something so cruel to me. I knew what it was that they said. It made a piercing um, impact to my spirit. And the way that I healed from those words is that I rejected. I rejected what they said over my life. I spoke the exact words that they said to me. And then I rejected that word that they spoke over my life. And when I did that, it's almost like what was happening is that um, those holes were being filled up or healed um, one by one. And sometimes in life, we want to do, you know, do a control alt delete (laughs) and delete portions of our lives 
experiences, I should say, out of portions or spots in our lives, in our lives that we may find that is uncomfortable or not favorable. <laughs> so we just kind of want to take a big eraser and go over that specific um, portion of your life and just erase a whole bunch of things that all at one swipe. But what I have learned with things in the spiritual realm and on the spiritual, on this journey, because on this journey, um, you it's not that easy sometimes. Sometimes you might have a knot in a string or, you know, something might be so kinked up and knotted up so badly that you're like, it's not worth my time. <laughs> to even go and try to figure out how to make this thing straight. But a lot of the the great lessons and blessings come if come when you actually take the moment, the, the time to work through each and every knot. Because there's something there's something so redeeming about going back to a place of hurt, um, going back to a place where you, going back to a place of dance where damage was done and putting in the work to restore it or to heal it or to, um, reclaim what was stolen, what was broken. And in that process of going back to those moments, it's amazing how you gain so much clarity and insight or even wisdom in those moments because it took so much courage. It took so much faith to even go down the road which some people may deem as too hard or they may deem is it's not worth it. Let's just start over with a new piece of paper. <laughs> but sometimes it's best just to work off of what you already have. Life is like that. It would be amazing if we could, you know, go literally at different parts of our lives that we just do not we just wish we could do it over or we could have did it better. It's amazing. It would be amazing if we could redo parts of our lives and be like, let's do it better. Let's have a better story. But life isn't like that. <laughs> life is not like that. And I love and I thank God. I say I say for myself. I thank God I wasn't, I'm, I, I thank God that I don't have the ability to go back and change anything and as if it never existed because I would never, I wouldn't, I would never know him the way that I know him now because through the trials and the tribulations, the hurt, the disappointment, the heartbreak, the grief, the pain, the struggle. <laughs> I would not know him 
the way that I know him now. And I would not be the person that I am today. And I know if I did not experience it, experience all those things, I would have never known how much he loves me and how powerful he is and how merciful and graceful is how much grace he has given me on this journey. So I'm sorry, digress. Um, <laughs> but I, God literally walked me through different parts of my life where I find that every time that I came to a part of my life or a part of my journey where someone has hurt me or someone has taken advantage of me and I held on tightly to those experiences, um, he took me back there and he helped me to, he gave this to me, helped me to process all of the unforgiveness that I did have in my heart. Because he says in his word also, how can I ask me, me, E. Williams, how can I ask him to forgive me for things if I'm unwilling to forgive others? (laughs) And he helped me understand and see as well that in life, and he recently gave this to me in a very, it was a very um, huge, a very huge and painful um, experience that I was going through that I didn't realize that I had unforgiveness in me in the situation. I just really was thinking that You know, I was just really hurt. I was trying to process through the hurt so I can move on. Um, But he helped me to see that there was also unforgiveness in that situation. And he said to me in the vision or when I again, for new listeners, when I say um, he said to me or if I'm referring to God speaking to me, Primarily, it comes in visions, dreams, it's visual. But he helped me to see that no matter what it is that I go through in this life naturally, and no matter what it is that I feel in those moments naturally, there's a twofold lesson there. One, to separate the experience from the lesson because experience is the best teacher naturally (laughs) that when you experience something you learn something you never forget it and it still applies also spiritually when you go for me when I go through something naturally God is speaking to me in those 
experiences naturally spiritual truths, but he also has taught me how to process those experiences in a way better way than just being upset or or hurt or any of those things because all those emotions are distractions. They're more distractions than anything. And if you get caught up in the emotion of the experience, instead of looking for the lesson or looking for the teaching, gleaning from that experience, gleaning from that moment, that experience, what is it that I am to learn through this? How can this help me become a better person? How can I apply this to my life that it will add to my life and I can move forward and use it in other ways in my life? I learned, he taught me how to process through experiences and not take it personal, but a lot of things that I have and may go through in my life is because of the calling on my life that there's some it's hard to speak to something or speak to um, a people or you know it's hard to speak to a people or a person about something that you don't know anything about (laughs) it's almost like me trying to convince you to purchase, you know, a car or purchase this home or, you know, buy this sneaker or this shoe or whatever it may be. I'm trying to convince you to purchase it or want you to hear me give all the reasons why you should purchase it, but you, but I don't know anything about it. (laughs) It would be like, why? Why am I why am I listening to this person? They don't even know what they're talking about. But I say this to encourage someone out there as well. That if you are in a space where you know no one again needs to tell you about your experience your life, your pain, your hurt, whatever it is that you're processing through. No one needs to tell you about that. But you will feel it inside you. If in that situation or that person or that experience, if there is something that you're holding on to that you haven't let go, that it's bothering you, that it's like a turning inside of you or it's like an irritation that you're feeling inside you. You know, you know inside you if you're feeling some forgiveness in a situation, that person that you may have had a misunderstanding and got, okay, God allowed, God had me do this one time. He had me do this recently. Honestly, he had me do this recently where I haven't spoke with this person for maybe about four years. And there was a big misunderstanding of even how me and this person (laughs) 
got off on the wrong foot. And God kept pressing on me to reach out to that person because that's what I was shown to do. And I reached out to the person and I went back and we revisit what happened last when we spoke. And in that moment, in that time, what was shown is that there was a misunderstanding. And with that misunderstanding, we were able to talk it out and see clearly what was happening um, or what happened in that moment. And I recall on that phone call with that person, they said, I feel so much better. And I said, you know what? I feel so much better as well because we were able to clear the air and get some understanding and revisit what it was that even happened. (laughs) And when we had that conversation, it was immediate release. There was immediate weight lifted off of us and people say that freeze where it's like I feel this weight on me this weight this weight this weight yeah you're feeling the weight or the burden on your spirit or your soul you're feeling that weight for a reason it's hard to live life is already hard (laughs) I'll say it this way experiences in life at times it's a it's a journey and a, and a challenge at times with just living on you know day to day. Life can be hard sometimes, and what happens to you from the outside, <laughs> from the outside and the natural to you, it can be hard. But walk around with a heaviness in your spirit, it makes life a thousand times. It feels like life at times can be. 10 times worse or 10 times heavier or harder to get through. So if you have the opportunity in life that if you, if you are feeling or anything is highlighted in you, that there's some type of unforgiveness, some unresolved business in any any part of your life, it may be you and another person, or it may be just you. Some people are walking around beating themselves up about things that <laughs> things that they may have done or not done. And they're beating themselves up and kicking themselves because of a decision they may have made in that moment in time. But if you're living, you're breathing, you're listening to this podcast right now, be gentle with yourself. (laughs) You don't have, you weren't born with a manual how to navigate life. (laughs) You just, none of us were. We were not born with 
a, a navigation system in our minds saying, go left, turn right, back up, stop. <laughs> we, we're experiencing life. We're experiencing life. And if you made a mistake or you made a, a, a decision that you're kicking yourself about that you may have made 20 years, 10 years ago, yesterday, even an hour ago, be gentle with yourself. Do not hold yourself hostage because of a situation or whatever may have happened. Don't hold yourself hostage. And if there's some, if there's a person in your life or persons in your life where you know I've been hurt, they have hurt me, or I may have hurt someone else. And if you have the opportunity to talk it out, don't feel that you're the weaker person because you're going back to have a conversation. There may have been a misunderstanding. Something may have not been heard correctly. If you have the opportunity to revisit some things, to make it right, or to just talk it through and clear the air, I encourage you, do that. Don't walk around in life feeling heavy if you don't have to in your spirit. Don't allow situations or people to weigh your spirit down if you don't have to. Sometimes you have to do a spring cleaning on your in, on the inside. <laughs> Sometimes you have to take inventory of what's going on inside you. And if there's anything inside you that you feel is out of order, just like I've just how you may keep your natural home. You know where everything is in your home. Somebody else may walk into your house and they may not know how anything operates in your house, but you do. You know how your house operates. You know where you put everything in your house. So sometimes you have to take a spiritual inventory, check yourself, spend time with yourself. And if there's something that you feel coming to the surface as you're listening to this podcast, or you feel that there's some part of you that this is touching, I encourage you, explore that. And if you have anyone in, if you have experiences where those individuals, you might say, E. William. E. Williams, I can't talk to that person because they may not be here with us in the natural anymore. Or you may say that individual that hurt me, I can't talk to them because they won't hear me or whatever it may be. I have had both those situations. And how I process through those situations is that I simply talk to God and I said, God, this 
whatever the situation was or what the situation was, I talked to him one-on-one about it. Said what was on my heart, truly. I didn't come with this, thou, and the, and oh great. (laughs) I didn't come to God religiously or trying to speak in an elegant and most, you know, this immaculate verbiage. (laughs) Speak. I spoke from my heart and I truly spoke from my heart and said, this is what I'm experiencing. This is what I'm feeling. As I already know, God, you know, this is how I feel. (laughs) But I spoke to God about it. I talked it out. And I asked for closure on those things. And in many different, in its own timing, And in its own way, I received that closure that I needed for those that may have passed on or those that I I couldn't have a conversation with because sometimes you're in the right place and you're in the right season of your life to process a thing. But in some situations... Those that you may have had a shared common experience with, experience with, that you may want to go back and have a conversation or have make amends or close a chapter, they may not be there. And having unforgiveness in your heart, in your soul, in your body, in your spirit, when you feel the nudging, to deal with those things, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go back all the time to that physical person, place, or thing. Sometimes unforgiveness can happen when you're laying right in your bed, talking to God, (laughs) or some may say universe, and really giving that thing over and letting go of that thing. And you will know in that place, in that time, So I want to encourage anyone that has listened to this podcast today. If you are dealing with unforgiveness, know that you can work through it. It's not impossible to get through it. But if you can unclog parts of your life, move the burden out of your life or lift the load off of your spirit in any part of your life, when you do that, it only makes room for all the blessings and all the things that are assigned and appointed for you to receive in this life. Unforgiveness robs you of opportunities It robs you of truths. It robs you of joy in this life. For in this life, there's a lot of darkness. And there's a lot of things that will try to rob the peace, the joy, the light in your world. But there's so much way more 
good light and love and joy than there is of darkness. So I encourage you, search your mind, search your heart, search your spirit. And if you find anything in yourself that this has touched and you're not sure how to work through it, hope that in that moment you either reach out to God speak to speak to the thing because again words have power and sometimes calling the thing for what it is you're acknowledging it but then you also speak what you want in that moment Sometimes it's just as simple as that. Address the situation that you know is hurting you. That may be burdening you. Call that thing for what it is. And then also say what it is that you want. And also, for me, unclogging my life of unforgiveness... Once I unclog those things, God allowed me to see that when you remove something, it's almost like when you, it's almost like if you were to, thank you, Lord. It's almost like if a light bulb goes out in your house and You know that light bulb is dead. It serves no purpose to you. You have to take that light bulb out. And you have to replace it with a new light bulb. Same thing in your spiritual life. When you're dealing with things, unforgiveness is dead weight to you. When you take that thing or work through that thing and you work on removing it from your life, you now have to feel that with something. So for my life, when dealing dealing with forgiveness in the past, when I asked God to help me to work through those things, and they were taken out of my life, I asked God, God, please fill this space up with more of you. This space where unforgiveness was dwelling for so long. I ask that you fill this space up with more of you. So that nothing that does not serve me will fill that space. I needed God to fill that space up with more of him. So I say that to you as well. That as you work through whatever spaces in your life that do not serve you. Unforgiveness does not serve you in any way. When you work through unforgiveness and forgive, not for the other person, but when you forgive yourself, or even if you forgive the other person, but you're working through it yourself, doesn't require another person all the time, but working through unforgiveness and forgiving, you're then taking that dead light bulb out 
and you're making room for light to come back into those dark spaces in yourself to be filled up and to serve you and add to your life. So I ask and I hope that this episode of this podcast has been somewhat of an enrichment or a blessing to your life. Again, I thank you for everyone that has tuned in. And if this is your first time here, I hope that you will continue that you will join the family <laughs> on this podcast and subscribe. Or if you heard this podcast and you've been a family member, I hope that you may be able to pass this on to someone else. And maybe this will help someone else if it has helped you. Again, I thank you, family, for stopping in and sitting with the seer. And until next time, be good to yourself, be good to others, and be you because there's only one of you. See you when I see you. See you around.